Welcome to the Ear Drunk Podcast. My name is Zach Webb, and with me as always is Marshall Brooke. <laughs> what are you doing? What, laughing? Chuckling? Uh, chortling? Uh, chortling? Chortling. Yeah. Chortling. Chortling? I'm chortling. Yeah, it sounded kind of evil. Are you plotting? Always. You scheming? Always. Oh, shit. What are you scheming and plotting? Well, so I have this idea right now. Have you seen the movie Recess? The Recess movie? Not not the movie Recess, but like the show Recess when they made that movie. Yes. They made it like rain ice cream sandwiches somehow. Oh, gotcha. Not the one that was in theaters. Not the one where Oh, they... was that the TV movie that I'm thinking of? I think so. Yeah. Because oh, it's know. like, a, I remember the Recess movie where it's like during summer. And then no, like, yeah, that's how I, that, I, I'm pretty sure the school year ends with them making it rain ice cream. Oh, yeah. Did. Is that right? I, I think so. Yeah. It seems right to me because it's like that's like their last like prank at school. Okay. Yeah. I don't really seems... remember any of the movie other than it raining ice cream. So I could be drawing parallels to something that I don't remember right now. Yeah. I just remember the like the, the pr- plot of the film. Yeah. I, I just remember the principal and, and TJ Detweiler linking up and like working together and as a kid i was like i thought this would never happen yeah movies the principal yeah the principal working with tj detweiler yeah i think that's his name it sounds right i was backwards cat boy i that windbreaker that i wear sometimes still i bought for a tj detweiler costume for halloween several years ago yeah and and everybody in our age group kind of got it kind of and then everybody who was older than that was like, what are, are you? Yeah, why didn't you wear a costume? Why? You look like a punk, they'd say, and then they'd kind of chase me with a broom. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of what I'm scheming on. Okay, gotcha. Ice cream. Yeah, something. ice cream. All right, yeah, that's fair. I, I, I guess. <laughs> uh, well, Marshall, question for you. Have you seen any dope shows recently? Bro, bro, I've seen so many dope shows recently. Hell yeah. I was at Le- Levitation Fest. Le- Levitation Festival? <laughs> I was at a festival in Austin this weekend. Levfest? Levifesty. Um. <laughs> Lestivus is for the Festivus. That's, not that's how, it, how it goes. Yeah, yeah that's, I saw that on a sign out there. You're, you're, you're right. Oh, um, hell yeah. Saw a bunch of bands. Saw a bunch of bands that we've like used on the show before. Hell uh, yeah. Uh, I say a bunch like Pale Hound. I don't know we've used. We saw Rickshaw, Billy's Burger Patrol. Ooh, ooh. Uh, love both of those bands dearly. Uh, Rickshaw was incredible. I saw this band called Pigs, 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 Pigs. They rule. I highly recommend them. <laughs> um, I mean, who doesn't love pigs? I love pigs, man. And then multiple pigs? 7X. 7X pigs. Seven pigs. <laughs> You'll be hearing from them soon, I assure you. <laughs> Dear listener. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, it was a great time. Hey, hell yeah, that sounds like a fun time. Was there a specific show you you wanted me to talk about? No, nah, I just wanted to, you know. Okay, so uh, I, I wanted to make sure, because last time I said the wrong thing when uh, we went to the JW show. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, well, I you said just the started, one wrong thing. Yeah, well, I started you started going, making up shows. I was, I was going, I started riffing, and then I was like, oh, is this... Is this a? I'm gonna riff something, and then and then you were like, "Yeah, we saw J.W. Francis." You looked, yeah, <laughs> it was incredible. Such a good show. Um, it really was. Um, something funny that did happen on the way out to the festival. I just wanted to tell this story on the pod, so I'm I'm ham fisting it in here. Oh hell yeah! Uh, so the people I was gonna see pigs with, there were six of us gonna go see pigs, 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 
pigs, pigs. So you're pigs. down a pig. Exactly. Six out of seven. Yeah. Um, but we were like, hey, it's like about to be Halloween. Let's buy pig masks mm-hmm. uh, for pig, 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 pig. Um, <laughs> and so uh, I was like, hey, I've got the longest drive. Everyone else kind of lived in the area of the festival. And so I drove down and I was like, I'll swing into a spirit Halloween on the way and see if they have any pig masks. Yeah. I know I've bought one from there before. Sure. Um, and so I, I roll up to the spirit Halloween in Temple, Texas. Mm-hmm. Kind of the middle of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> I roll inside, and the only pig mask they have, super expensive, uh, not interesting. Sure. I don't buy it. I'm leaving empty-handed. And right as I'm going to exit, uh, these people, like, exit in front of me, but then they hold the door open for this, like, family of four. Mm-hmm. And this family enters the spirit Halloween, like... Like I mean, they, it's like they couldn't believe it. It's like it's like they were they were like uh, 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 like Mormons their whole life, and then like they recanted and immediately walked into Spirit Halloween. They just couldn't <laughs> believe like like the sins about them. They went, "Wow, whoa!" Like like huge reaction for a costume store. Yeah, uh, like a seasonal costume store. You yeah. know what I mean? Is um, that is that twelve foot skeleton? Real? Real? <laughs> exactly, dude. Huge reactions out of these people. Yeah. Um, and then like the 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 woman who is leading the 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 family, she like stops and she looks at me and she goes, Do you work here? <laughs> like so much so much like like she was awestruck. And I was just kind of like, oh, no, I just dressed like this. I was just wearing a bunch of black. I was going to a metal show. <laughs> no, I have this lanyard that's for a different thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, don't, just, I don't work here. I'm not. I'm not. No. <laughs> and she was very disappointed, but that's like my thing now. I know I'm. I know I'm. My my attempt to, to elbow my way into the goth scene is uh, starting to work, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to get stopped at a hot topic. And yeah. like, I, are you? the manager you know (laughs) that's when you like do you own this franchise yeah that's when you've like gone up a level yeah yeah i don't want that though well (laughs) i guess you gotta do what you gotta do you know yeah unfortunately you got bit by that goth guy and now you can't uh can't do anything else call me This is a music discovery and a comedy podcast. Each week, Marshall and I take a select theme and we cater a playlist of music based around that theme. This week's episode is Circus Freaks, and we got a lot of great shit coming your way. A lot of freaky deaky stuff, if I do say so myself. But before we get started, uh, I think it's time for a little segment that we like to call Beer of the Day. Let me go again, please. You know what time it is! You know what time it is! It's time for Beer of the Day! Zach, stop buying Miller Lite. Oh, sorry. Well, Marshall, what do you drink? (laughs) (laughs) Today I'm drinking something I've never had before, Zach. Yeah? Red's Wicked. Uh, Apple. Red's Wicked Apple. Hell yeah. Red has two Ds. Ah, shit. Don't get it confused. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's a really big can. Uh, uh, never had it before. It's uh, it's it's inoffensive to my to my senses. It tastes very strongly of apple. There's a lot of sugar in it. Sure. So I feel like that might cause problems for me down the line. Yeah, but that's off the air. Yeah, that's true. You guys, you guys won't hear it. If you subscribe to the Patreon, you'll hear. <laughs> For the Patreon, we've placed a Zoom recorder in the bathroom. <laughs> it's just Marshall going like, Jesus Christ. 
I hate this fucking <laughs> show. <laughs> Why do I do this? <laughs> Why am I drinking huge cans of Red's Wicked Apple? Yeah, fucking wicked, bro. <laughs> You can't see it uh, uh, here. He, he threw a chaka at me. Uh, yeah, uh, is that what it's called? Chaka? Like a chaka bra? Yeah, chaka bra. Yeah. I was I was hang loose, baby. That's the yeah same thing. Yeah. Hang loose, my chaka bra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, what are you drinking, Zach? Well, you know, I'm drinking a beer. I think we've had this on the show, but that is a Blue Moon, and and I'm drinking it in a can. And I gotta say. Don't prefer it that way. Ah, yeah, better yeah. out of a bottle? Yeah, I think so. I mean, there's something that's... Maybe this one's just off, but it's hitting me in a weird way. You know? Is it? Yeah. You're um, you're growing like 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 weird gills right now, so I don't know if that's got anything to do with it. Uh, no, those are the supplements I'm taking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to do this partnership with HIMS. <laughs> HIMS, number one in men's gill growth. Yeah. <laughs> I keep getting those targeted ads where it's like, are you kind of sad and wish you could swim without breathing? Also, are you in your 30s and having a hard time having sex? Yeah, I get those all the fucking time, and I'm like, no, I'm fine, bro. Who the fuck are you talking to? <laughs> Who's telling you this? <laughs> it's me. God damn it. I, I called them up. Like I call them up every day in dish. I just oh, gossip. Yeah. Is that why they keep sending me I ads just, for just, hard's, uh, hard mints? <laughs> I, I call every day. I call hymns. I call blue chew. I Jesus. call hard mints. And I say, I say, guys, you won't believe how bad at sex my roommate is. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's it's a spectacle. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Do you guys have any books or like <laughs> sort of like instructional sort of things? <laughs> He just thumps his chest and says, I'm King Kong, I'm King Kong, and then it's kind of over. Yeah. I don't really get it. Well, this is my fetish. Oh. <laughs> the second you do it. Yeah, I'm over. Tunzo. Lights out. Good night. <laughs> I'm going to bed. <laughs> Getting a full eight hours. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I call them. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll look into those products, and I'll keep growing these gills. But, Marshall, I think we should get on to our next segment. I believe it's something you've been brewing up over there. Yes, it is. Uh, so this episode, so-called Circus Freaks, uh, clearly focuses a lot on the circus. And what's everyone's favorite part of the circus? Peanuts. The three rings. Oh, shit. I, I, I have no idea. I haven't been to a circus in a long time. Uh, yeah, elephants. Everyone likes the three rings more than the jugglers that have fire or the, the elephants, uh, uh, which are totally humanely uh, handled. Or um, that, that one clown with, like, the hula hoop pants. <laughs> and the other clown without the hula hoop pants. Yeah, what's he got down there? <laughs> uh, 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 do you remember Boppets? <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me this clown's genitalia looks like a boppet? Twist it. Twist it. Uh, <laughs> slap it. The slap it option. Don't remember that one as a kid. No, you don't. <laughs> slap it. Just slap it. Twist it. Spit on it. <laughs> <laughs> so I've prepared a segment based off of everyone's favorite part of the circus. Sure. It's called The Three Rings. And so I've got basically just a bunch of ring questions for you. 
that you have to give me the answers to. We'll see if that you know your rings. The first, uh, the first question is how many magical rings were forged in the Lord of the Rings? Um, and there's a there's bonus points if you can tell me how many of each. Um, because I thought that might get you saying the rhyme. Shit. Um, I want to say seven, but it's nine. Well, there were nine rings forged for the kings of men. Right. Fuck. What is it, like 32? <laughs> 20. 20. Ah. Three for the elves. Seven for the dwarves. Yeah. Okay. Nine for the kings of men. And then one for... And then one ring to rule them all. And that one's a cock ring. Yeah, that one, that one, that one. Well, it changes size, so you can put it anywhere, but you can, yeah. put, it, you can put it on your cock if you want. I recently saw this as like a, like a, a, a on a meme or something, but apparently, like, <laughs> they had a giant fucking ring for the perspective of the camera. That makes sense. Yeah. That but makes like, sense. Have every, you seen that cart that Gandalf sat in with Frodo? Yeah. <laughs> it's fucked up, man. <laughs> they did a lot of crazy perspective <laughs> shit. <laughs> Big ring is the least crazy. <laughs> you're telling me... You're telling me fucking Elijah Wood isn't a, like a, a foot and a half tall? Have you seen Wilfred? <laughs> I thought they were all small too. Oh, I guess that's true. He is the size of a dog in that show. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was like a real honey. I shrunk the the Elijah Woods. Honey, I shrunk the hobbits. <laughs> uh, Your second question. All right. What is the ring size of the largest Super Bowl ring ever made? Um. Do you want me to give you the average of what a normal size is? Because I didn't know ring sizes. Still don't know ring sizes. I, yeah, I don't know ring sizes. The average male, the average athletic male, it said, as though people do push-ups with their fingertips. Uh, the average athletic male wears a size 10 ring. Um, Bonus point if you can say the name of this athlete. Uh, it was uh, uh, 20, so double, and it was Andre the Giant. Mm. When he played for the Buffalo Bills. Unfortunately, Zach, Andre the Giant never played for the Buffalo Bills. You shook me there for a sec. You, you, you didn't break eye contact. I don't think. To my knowledge, Andre the Giant just wrestled. But I don't know much about football. <laughs> <laughs> he was quarterback? <laughs> yeah, who the fuck could tackle him? <laughs> they didn't even need a defense. They it just had it they just had wide receivers. Every player was a wide receiver. <laughs> it wasn't QB sneak. It was just QB lumber forwards. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a size 25 ring. Wow. Not double, but 1.5x of Jeez. the average. And it was... For the player, William Refrigerator Perry. Oh, the fridge. The fridge. <laughs> I don't know him. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I did it. I thought the nickname Refrigerator was hilarious and probably apt considering yeah. the ring size. Could you imagine if he actually was just like shaped like a refrigerator? <laughs> he just, they just needed like... to do surgery and they just popped open his guts. <laughs> <laughs> imagine moving him in a retirement home, you know? <laughs> You don't. <laughs> yeah, they don't live that long. Oh. Refriger <laughs> refrigerators. How heavy? <laughs> what did you think I said? <laughs> what were you thinking? I was talking about refrigerators. Yeah, no, you're right. A Samsung fridge dies in like four months, <laughs> three months. 
if you live in my apartment complex, it's every six months. <laughs> All right, last one. I got this one. This is, this is, this I'm is bring not it the on. last one. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was three questions, three rings. Gotcha. Nope, nope, just, just three rings, whole bunch of questions. <laughs> You're the good one about naming shit. How did I get? I said a good name in the parking lot earlier when you and I were walking. I and mean, it was kind of a, a cheeky. It was like an ironically funny name. It wasn't like actually funny, but it was one that I was like, oh, that's perfect to title like a podcast segment. Yeah. I mean, I totally forgot it. So I just called it Three Rings. Yeah. I thought it was Three Ling. I don't. Was that it? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't as good as you thought it was, huh? <laughs> What does three-ling even mean? And that's what I was thinking when you said it. I just didn't respond to you. <laughs> well, explains why I didn't use that. So, uh, <laughs> how heavy is the biggest golden ring in the world? And for bonus points, how much money is it worth? Uh, I'm going to say 86 pounds. And I'm going to say, uh, 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 hello, it's British, it's uh, 642 pounds. You're making me do two conversions here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Did you say 642 pounds? <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that's way off. <laughs> the thing costs $3 million. <laughs> I don't know their extreme. I don't have to. I don't have to convert that one. But for the weight of it, let me let me see. It gave it to me in kilos, and I literally wrote it down and put kilos with a bunch of question marks after it because I knew that you weren't gonna say. Kilograms. Yeah, so uh, it weighs 132 pounds, unfortunately. All right. Um, But also, if it makes you feel better, no bonus points for 642 (laughs) being the cost. (laughs) Um, The next question. Yeah. Geographically. Okay. What is the Ring of Fire? Oh, um, it's uh, the part of Johnny Cash's crotch where he got all that herpes. I'll give it to you. <laughs> what? No, I'm kidding. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's a tectonic belt that is 40,000 kilometers, question mark, question mark, wrong, uh, long, and 500 wide below the Pacific, uh, 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 below the Pacific Ocean. Oh, yeah. It's got the most volcanoes on Earth. Oh, shit. It gave me a pretty big range. 750 to 915. Volcanoes? Yeah. Oh, that's scary. Yeah. We should put a stop to this. Yeah, let's get rid of the Ring of Fire. Nuke the ocean. Okay, so Zach, I've been reading a lot of Lord of the Rings lately. Uh, Apparently, Gollum was once a normal man, but the ring drained him of his youth and energy and joy in life. Yeah. Must be the same ring I had when I got married. Why do they call... (laughs) (laughs) Why do they call ringworm ringworm? Um, because you get it from parasites and it makes a little ring. Oh, correct. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. You got one right. Yeah, of course I know the brokest one on here. (laughs) (laughs) And that was my segment. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Three rings. (laughs) Uh, Now we all have ringworm. Well, thank you, Marshall. (laughs) 
Thank you for the segment. Thank, uh, thank you for for uh, uh, letting me know ring pop trivia and whatnot. You know, very pop trivia. A lot of lot of topical shit in there. Yeah, yeah. There, was a, there was a man named Fridge, <laughs> and that's all I took away from yeah, it. Yeah, Marshall. <laughs> that's all there was of substance, <laughs> I think. So, <laughs> well, Marshall, uh, I think it's now time for us to get into our main segment. And uh, if you could do me a solid favor and let these people know how this part of the show goes every single time we do it. Yeah, so uh, uh, this show functions similarly every single week. This week uh, being none the different, um, exactly the same as always. Uh, Zach and I have each prepared a five-song playlist. Now you see there's a kick to it. We didn't just make a playlist and then go home and listen to the playlist. We made a podcast. We said, what if we make a bunch of five-song playlists and make a show about it? <laughs> you guys didn't get to see this, but uh, when Marshall said podcast, he put his like whole hand out. Like, to really emphasize the point. Like, we made a fucking podcast. We made a, a five-song playlist, and then we made a fucking show. Yeah. What are you doing? You... you <laughs> You kind of set it like a like a gangster in a Scorsese movie does a monologue. We with, made a we made a podcast. We made a fucking podcast, and now you're gonna walk away from it. Like we didn't do nothing for you. Okay, all right. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> Zach's doing gangster face right now. I'm just it, doing De Niro. Yeah, that's the same thing. Can you hear? It? <laughs> Um, and so this week, as every week, yeah, uh, 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 we're gonna just tell the story of the circus freaks, yeah, uh, uh, relating to our songs, yeah, of course. Uh, Zach is gonna do all five of his, yeah. Then I'm gonna do all five of mine, and then uh, that's the end of our main segment. Yeah, that's yeah. how we do it. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna get crack a lack in here. Oh, dive right in, huh? Yeah. Well, we got a show to start. Oh shit! Did we start with that podcast we were talking about doing? Yeah. Now it's time for a little freak show, ladies and gentlemen. Come one, come all, to Dr. Webb's freaky collection of odd people. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> we will amaze and horrify your eyes with sights beyond comprehension. Don't believe me? Well, sit back and gaze upon Turtle Shell Girl by Ollie Smith. just love those like fast paced drums you know like yeah. that hi-hat like sound like I, I don't know it's kind of like a little funky and fast paced but then like the rest of the like the melody is just like super laid back and chill mm-hmm. it has like like what i want to call like a dreary synth 
Like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, that's a good word for it. Yeah, it's just like it's just like out there. And it's kind of like ethereal. It's kind of like uh, you, you like you know, kind of like stood up like right after waking up. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the reverb on those vocals. I mean, we've commented this on other songs, but it just sounds so haunting and dope. You know, uh, I just love reverb. Reverb's the best. It's like she's like singing within the shell. <laughs> She's inside the turtle shell. Yeah, that's why I kind of view it as. <laughs> I love that. Like she's in the shell, and that's why it sounds like that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Audibly, she's inside the shell. Yeah, but uh, uh, Ollie Smith. This is actually her first album. Oh, really? Yeah, it came out this year. Uh, she has five monthly listeners right now. Welcome, uh, Ollie. Yeah, and uh, you know, I, I would also recommend her song "Requiem." That's also pretty good. But it's a it's a fun album. Or not really fun. Uh, <laughs> not like fun. It's in like bubblegum pop, like you know. But yeah, it's kind of yeah. like it's kind of like bedroom pop. But just like I don't know, she has a lot of like uh, uh, various influences that kind of make it like very like heady. If that yeah. makes any sense? Yeah, no, that does make sense. Some with the, abstract with the, with the like tone that we got out of this track i definitely vibe with that yeah kind of more abstract stuff and like uh she even used like some samples and other things like that which i thought was cool i had to pick a song called like about a turtle girl right right because my dad one time when he was driving me to school he was just like explained to me how it used to work as like uh, so my dad uh, works in the alcohol industry <laughs> how did this podcast get started uh, <laughs> so my dad works in like the alcohol industry and when he was younger and his like 20s he like delivered alcohol to the state fair and there was one time where he was delivering it close to I guess where they were having the freak show and this <laughs> carnival barker was just like turtle girl come see turtle girl the face of a beautiful woman, the body of a turtle. Are we just one generation removed from freak shows? Yeah, I think so, yeah. That's crazy. In my head, this has all been just like a thing deep in the past. Right, like 1930s. Or yeah, like even, yeah, eight, yeah, yeah, like, like wow. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, they still have them. You know, like they're more empowering than they were. That's back good. Then. They should be. They yeah. should be. Yeah, it's more of a, a more of like a they run the show sort of thing, <laughs> and not they're being exploited for their weird. It's, it's a bunch of weird looking people that hold up a mirror to you and say that's the freak show. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Money, please. Money, money. <laughs> <laughs> they charge on admission. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that, you, you're smart. You, this, this is why you run the business side, <laughs> and I'm the guy who buys boats. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, so he told me that when I was like in high school, like, and I just, and then he was like, all right, bye. Like, you know, just throw me off at school and like legit. So uh, this year I got to perform at the state fair and I was, was walking, cool. yeah, I was walking with my dad at one point because uh, 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 Kate and I accidentally ran into my parents like way before the show started, right? <laughs> we ran into my dad. And uh, and and so we're walking with him and my mom, and then he points out where he where heard. he heard. <laughs> He's like, "Oh yeah, no Turtle Girl. That's where that was happening." At. Oh my god, <laughs> that's so crazy. Uh, did your dad? Your dad didn't see the Turtle Girl. No, he didn't. Yeah, and I think I'd be a. I, I if he had, I I would have been. You know, maybe uh, born to a different mother. You know, I just I. <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, back to the show. You see, <laughs> you see, folks, she has the face of a beautiful woman, but the body of a turtle. 
No, that's not a costume that can be easily removed. <laughs> that's her body. <laughs> She's the turtle girl. Throw her some lettuce. She'll fall in love with you, boys. Uh, that was me throwing <laughs> lettuce. Pick it up. I need, to, I need to meet someone. <laughs> oh, well, well, if that didn't amaze you, well, what we have next is sure to send a shiver down your spine. <laughs> Turn the lights down low and feast your peepers on Boy with a Beam by Pravnaz Wav. I don't get an aim on this man with a cake because you weigh too much. I hate my lungs. They take your tongue and lungs. That's why I suck up a drag. Fuck, I don't be others. Down to the ground, let do it to the price of the boy. Shut the hell up, boy, when I'm there. You not found, but it hung to the ground. You bitch, man, and you don't get a pair. Dark boy with a beam. Pray that you are on my team. Lose my morals in your life if you try to fuck with me. Dark boy with a beam. Pray that you are on my team. Lose my morals in your life if you try to fuck with me. Steady pimping, why you tripping when you flipping for it ways? Steady pimping, why you tripping when you flipping for it ways? Steady pimping, why you tripping when you flipping for it ways? Steady pimping, why you tripping when you flipping for it ways? Give me a break, get on my face. I'm so friendly until I get paid. This not a race, but I am willing to rip out his face while I am grinning. Man, I love that elevator music synth with that crunch bass. The beat is primarily just that fucking crunchy bass. Yeah. And that little bit of, like, drums behind it. A little bit. And then uh, uh, that weird, like, yeah. like, little, like, metal dingly thing. Yeah. <laughs> that it's, I just did a terrible job emulating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's that weird sound effect that sounds like a water dripping on pots. Yeah. Or, like, a bird that's fallen. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those weird things. It's, like, jingly, and it sounds like it's playing backwards, but it's not. Yeah. <laughs> that's just the sound that thing makes. Um. <laughs> I, just, I just hope that that wasn't, like, a sample and they had to record that. <laughs> Every time, because it was different every time. Yeah, it was. Yeah, they would cut it off in certain ways. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, it was always weird. But I uh, love it. Love this sound, you know? Uh, oh, and I love that, like, sort of, like, uh, Xanax vocals, you know, at the beginning. Right. Where it's just, like, super, like, just, like, low energy, like, not even trying, you know? Like, it's, like, it's like mumble rap, but, like, still pissed off, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, in that hard transition it does into the, like, angry, like, yelling fucking vocals in the second half. Uh, Yeah. uh, That was dope. Yeah. That was really cool. (laughs) Um, I, like, sat up in my seat. I was like, what? Yeah. (laughs) Well, because the whole time, uh, like, and I would say most of this guy's stuff is more of that. It's more, like, death rap and more, like, you know, but this song specifically, I, like, that came out of left field for me because I just found this song and I was just like, oh, shit. (laughs) <laughs> oh, okay, cool. There's all the energy. You know? <laughs> He's saving it all till the end. <laughs> they have uh, 318 monthly listens. They got about two albums out. And I would recommend their new song called Ganja Goblin. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, dude, it's fucking dope. <laughs> Let's get back to this freak show, yeah? Let's hear it. Yeah. Timothy was born with a radioactive stomach. <laughs> Look at that beam of light shining through his body. (laughs) No, it's not a flashlight. How would that even work? (laughs) You know, he can't take off the hoodie. It's medicinal. (laughs) 
All right. His doctor prescribed him a hoodie. Yeah. What are doctors in this era, I guess? Huh? He has a note from <laughs> me, Dr. Webb. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Well, I see you're an audience of distinguished consumers. You need something that will truly pique your interest. Well, this next performer, he's got ups and downs and funs all around. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, The Escalator Man by Dr. Scherz Unusual Practice. I'm going up. This song is my favorite song involving escalators. <laughs> second favorite. What's your second favorite? I uh, um um mo- S- moving on up by Curtis Mayfield. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say uh, Elevator Man by Elton John. No, that's an elevator, not an escalator. <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> the pain of being wrong. <laughs> wrong. 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 Now it's getting sad. Wrong. (laughs) (laughs) All right, it's back up again. (laughs) Just like an escalator. (laughs) Are you the escalator man? (laughs) That's a man. I just love this fucking guitar riff. Like it just comes in hot and it's just like fucking dope. I liked the song. I added it to my liked songs before like the intro riff was even done just because I was like, I dig this. Yeah. It's just like that, and then when the solo happens, it does that dope thing where it's like ascending, you know, mm-hmm. like or yeah. like uh, I can't figure out if it's the guitar doing that or if it's like a synth that kind of has like some horns in the synth or something, right? Because the synth is super present throughout the song, right? I love that like specific sound. There's like horns mixed in, but they're not like super like noticeable, you know. They mm-hmm. just kind of accentuate things, which I think is pretty dope. Kind of reminds me a bit of like Oingo Boingo. Yeah, you yeah. know, uh, Doctor Sure's unusual practice. They're pretty dope. They got a uh, seven thousand monthlies. They got five albums out. This is actually their newest single. Uh, and I've oh yeah, and I've heard a bit more of their other music, which is also really good. I would recommend the song called "The Realist" or "Stitch It Up." Uh, <laughs> definitely has like a kind of like a that sort of like in between of like punk and then that new wave, you know, mm-hmm. which like you know obviously new wave kind of came from the punk vibe, right? right. You know, uh, but it's just it sounds like that perfect like transitional period between the two. It's the pre of post punk sound. Yeah. (laughs) It all loops back around, you see? (laughs) Uh, But yeah. Now, as we put this curtain between the the waist of the escalator man, uh, look upon his mustache. Notice that one side is pointed up and the other side is pointed down. Oh? Yeah. (laughs) It's fun. (laughs) Now look... How he goes up the escalator and down the escalator. Oh? How, how, how did he do that? 
Removing the curtain, you'll see that there is no escalator. <laughs> How'd he do it? No, wait. Don't don't go. Sit back down. Don't. Where are you going? No, no, no. <laughs> there's more. There's more. <laughs> there's more. I swear. I promise. <laughs> For what if I was to show you a new discovery of technology? Yes, blending both machine and man. <gasps> or should I say woman? <laughs> you see what? You see what I did there? So Whoa, we, man. Yeah, you see? You see? Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the lady with the metallic voice by Joe Gideon. She does not belong to anyone. And only her voice will remain. And only her voice will remain. And only her voice will Man, you said I was making it sad. <laughs> I did. I did. Uh, man, but I, I don't know. This is one of those sad songs that makes me feel happy listening to it. I was, I was, I mean, I mean, yes, I agree with that. But yeah. I was, I mean, I was sitting there thinking about life choices. I was sitting there, I was sitting there, like thinking about my schedule for the next week and a half. Like, fuck, 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 yeah, fuck. Sure. You know, uh, it does have that like ascending kind of piano tone that is very like uh, uh, they, comforting. They put way. it behind like motivational videos. Yeah, you know, <laughs> for sure. Like, like uh, someone finds a, a kitten in a gutter and like pulls it out. You know, cleans them up. Yeah, it, it does have that ascending piano. <laughs> it feels hopeful. Yeah, you know, and then but the, it's sad. Yeah, <laughs> and then the uh, string accompaniment. I feel mm-hmm. like also just kind of wraps you in that little sort of like, hey, it's gonna be okay, there, little kitten. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I checked out some of his other music, and I do recommend it, but it's very um, sort of, I guess uh, the word would be eclectic. Like it's all over the place, you uh-huh. know, like uh, genre wise. A- he kind of reminds me so this is like a very like you know sort of like dour and somber song he has Mm -hmm. a lot of other songs that remind me a lot of like Warren Zevon you know just like kind of like a little bit kooky and crazy you know but like super fun you know yeah absolutely he's got 39 monthlies uh, and technically he had a band before this or like a few bands one of them was called uh, Joe Gideon and the Sharks and I think they're around like 400 monthlies okay Uh, and they have some good stuff too Um, but yeah he has two Two albums solo, uh, and then he has. Uh, I would recommend the song "Expandable Mandible" and uh, <laughs> "Heart Attack Girl." Those do both sound kind of wonky. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they're a ton of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, Lizbeth, the woman with a voice purely of a machine, here as she talks through her ones and zeros. Hello. Oh, uh, Zach's holding his hand up to his throat as he says this. This is my voice. (laughs) Oh, how strange and bizarre. Give me ones and zeros. 
and in no way due to years of chain smoking. Ah! <laughs> we want our money back! Ah, but not until you see our final act! Then you can have your money back. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't say that. Didn't say that. But I can guarantee that you've never heard of anything like this next performer. He's the butt of no joke. I give you the ass's ears <laughs> by Greenslade. Marshall prog rock, as in progressive rock and roll, what's more progressive than fucking ears on your butt? Is that is that part of the progressive like movement? Do I need to catch up? I evolutionary, evolutionarily, <laughs> based on science, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do like this song. It's got a lot of fun breakdowns. You know, yeah. it's it's prog rock, so it's just like a bunch of people just like fucking shredding. You know, yeah. Like, just uh, uh, when the very first part of the song came on, my the 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 immediate thing in my head was pinball wizard (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it's just it's it's one of those things where everyone's just like fucking going crazy on like whatever fucking instrument they have i love the bass line in this song you know like uh, whenever the vocals come in it's just like i don't know it's super like upbeat and like i don't know that bass just fucking whips like it's just (laughs) it's just dope as hell and then they have that like guitar solo that literally sounds like someone just planted a flag on a planet you know like mission control we've made it you know I was, I was like, I was like, I, I was kind of grooving to the music, and then the guitar solo happened, and I just busted out laughing. Yeah. I was just like, oh shit! Like, talk about like the internet has ruined the word epic, but that was like, yeah, that's it, like, it, it's very, it's very dramatic. <laughs> yeah. in tone, it's like, it's, it's a, it's a, we did it, you know, <laughs> like sort of Can like, you believe this? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, it's super fun. Uh, uh, so they have like 13,000 monthlies. They're just kind of a prog rock band in the, uh, the seventies. They kind of made a lot of music. Like a lot of this just sounds very generic of like prog rock from that time. So I can understand why like, they're not like a huge popular band, you know, yeah. just cause there's so many other guys who did it like a little bit better and like, mm-hmm. and you know, like Ario Speedwagon or like, you know, freaking uh, 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 Rush, or yes, you know. <laughs> That's where they fucked up. They didn't have an S at their name, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they have 15 albums. A couple of those are compilations, like live albums, you know. Hell yeah. Uh, a lot of them are like re-releases of their albums. I do like their album artwork because it's just like a, like a six-armed, like demon-looking dude. Uh, kind of reminds me of like what metal would look like now, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so 
It's a really cool album cover, actually. Yeah. With the two masks. Yeah, like. no. They, uh, so they just use that guy like over and over again on their like album covers. It's pretty dope. Marshall, let's conclude this show. Go, go ahead, Jeremy. Step on out and drop your pants. <laughs> See that? Two ears on Jeremy's buttocks. <laughs> Explain that, huh? Imagine hearing your farts, huh? Imagine hearing everyone's farce. Oh, the horror. <laughs> imagine imagine just, just plopping down and hearing it all. <laughs> Completely attached. There's no way. There's like Elmer's glue or nothing. Holding, just, just nothing holding it on. Just good old-fashioned evolution. Hey, assface, give me my money back. Well, that's the end of our freak-tastic show. And remember, <laughs> no refunds. All right, folks, good night. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> and Marshall, that is the end of my playlist. But what's on your playlist, my I just want to say, I loved that. Great songs. Uh, loved that it was all gimmicks. Loved that <laughs> none of the freaks were real freaks. Yeah. Uh, that was great. <laughs> Good way of approaching it. Um, so I've taken a slightly different approach, as oh, yeah. often. Uh, of course. Uh, so many years ago, Zach, we played a D&D game in which you were the dungeon master. Yeah. Um, and in that game, we basically ended up to where every week we would do like a circus performance. Yes. Um, for a Zort's port to port traveling show, which was your character. I was Zort. Yeah. Yes. I uh, I had much more charisma in the game than real life. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can just write that in. Yeah, I can just, just put that number there. <laughs> I can just decide that's how much charisma I have. Yeah, sure. <laughs> this is a band of weirdos that's kind of loosely based around that. Not everyone necessarily aligns with a character from that, but, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, just to give y'all an idea of where I'm coming from. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, so let's go ahead and get started with my first song. Tiny Man by West End Motel. Hell yeah. I just want to say this about the song, and I mean this in the highest of compliments. This has so much Jack Black energy. It's insane. It is insane. It is. It is like I, 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 I like. Does he have a brother? Like, <laughs> because literally starting your song with like I'm just a tiny man, and, and then it, literally him during the song going like whoa, you know, like it's just yeah, like it's yeah. very much Jack Black energy. <laughs> Like this is That's very so much funny. I didn't even pick up on that, but like, <laughs> holy shit, you're right. Like, <laughs> I wonder if Jack Black listened to this, uh, uh, listened to this band a lot. Yeah. Um, or yeah, no, vice versa. It's funny that. Uh, <laughs> It's funny that uh, uh, you ended your playlist on prog rock, and I started mine with it. Um, 
I'm just a tiny man. <laughs> um, I really like all the different just like stuff going on in this song. Yeah, of course. There's like a horn section playing rhythm to the very like 1980s like kind of metal vocals. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it all makes for like a really fun eclectic mix. Yeah. And it comes together with just some good old fashioned prog rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, West End Motel, these guys have 956 uh, monthly, with albums dating all the way back to uh, 2010. They had two singles in 2021, and just like a mix of both dotting all the time between them. Nice. I would recommend their song Bite the Hand for their 2019 album. Uh, it's called Brent Hines and Tom Cheshire in West Side End Motel. I know all their music isn't this, but like I think it'd be really funny if it's like, I'm just a tiny man biting your hand. <laughs> I was going to say, a lot of their music is this, but not in that way. Yeah. <laughs> not in, not, they don't just say tiny man, I'm a tiny man, and at the start of every single one of their songs. What band will be brave enough? <laughs> <laughs> so I guess when we play this one back for them, we have to start it just at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> We see a bustling steampunk city port. Airships are docked, being loaded and unloaded. The boxes are covered in gears. Ah, these gears boxes. (laughs) Suddenly, a large banner unrolls from the top of a big tent, revealing shimmering silver text. And a high-pitched voice echoes the text from the banner. Come see Zort's port-to-port traveling show. The orator is nowhere to be seen. All that's visible is a small table below the banner and an object covered in a sheet. Atop the table, a microphone. And what's that? Behind the microphone? Oh, if you look closely, there's a little teeny tiny guy there. He's just a tiny man. He's just a tiny man. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Zort, the world's smallest gnome, and I have traveled far and wide to find the freakiest geeks in all the land and the air and the sea, and I've gathered them all in one singular place, to work for tips. (laughs) So, buy a ticket now, because the show will surely sell out. (laughs) I've done that Facebook post. (laughs) Guys, it's going to sell out. You got to get your ticket now. You got to get your tickets now, guys. It's going to go fast. I'm not saying this because three tickets sold. (laughs) (laughs) I bought all of them. (laughs) This brings us to my second song. Throw It All by Coach Club, White Chorus, and Blue House. Wow. 
<laughs> right? <laughs> well, you know, when people think of, like, future music. <laughs> this nails it, right? This really <laughs> nails it. Because it kind of just, like, it comes in, like, real bright, like, I, I want to say, for lack of a better term, uh, like, pink. Yeah, like, I was no, just yeah, like, yeah, in my head, very I was much. Like, yeah, I was just like, oh, this is the Barbie soundtrack. It's you like know? it's like a, a very like 1980s pop. Yeah, but then like a lot of like you know modern sort of like music fundamentals that we use now to like make a pop hit, right? Right. right. You know, but then also just incorporates all these different instruments, and then all of a sudden just changing up the specific like genre, and like as we stopped listening to it, it got to funk for whatever reason. Yep. <laughs> yep. Dude, this is this song is. Dope. Yeah. <laughs> I really like this song. Um, it was funny because the first time I heard it, because like I, I told you uh, when I was working on this playlist, I got in one of those situations where I had had like like fifteen songs on this playlist, yeah, uh, that were all pretty relevant to what I wanted, mm-hmm. and so it was a matter of like parsing down and finding the ones I liked the most for the different themes about uh, of, of the story I'm telling, sure, of the of the circus freaks i'm introducing yeah um and and when i got to uh, uh this one for like guy who throws stuff generic like that was the name that i searched like mm-hmm. throwing things tossing stuff you know <laughs> like uh, uh this was the one where i was like oh this completely blows everything else out of the water this yeah. is like so dope it's like a pop song that goes through movements. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. like the best yeah. way I could describe it. Yeah, it does. It it just it, like a classical piece like it just <laughs> goes through all these different movements. Yeah, that's insane. It's very true. It starts on like the chorus which is very like a uh, like like we said that very poppy sound. Yeah. And then it comes in onto a verse where it's not super dissimilar. It's the same vibe, mm-hmm. but everything's a little more synthetic and they put like a robot voice on her. Yeah. And then it goes back into the chorus and then there's just like a guy rapping um, and then the part that we didn't get to when we just listened to it Zach is after that uh, it turns into like a weird like almost like psychedelic kind of thing um, it's really cool I thought, I thought you were going to say and then it goes through Mongolian throat singing oh man we're going to cut this out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna keep going till you stopped, um. and, and I was gonna do the same. And then I was like, "Oh yeah, there's people listening to this." Uh, but they just like do a lot, yeah. you know. Uh, when I first heard it at work, there were so many moments where I kept thinking like the song had switched. True, and I was like, "Oh no, that last one was perfect for what I was looking for." Uh-huh. And then I'd look at my phone, and I was like, "Oh no, no, yeah, yeah, this song's great." Um. <laughs> Uh, so this band, uh, Coach Club specifically, uh, they have 17,000 monthly, lifen- lis- monthly listeners. <laughs> um, they're from Indonesia, which is cool, because I love uh, when I get to find like cool international music for this show, because yeah. like, this show rules. Yeah. And they have a single called Beacon, and it's pretty dope. Oh, uh, yeah. It's just like a rap song from the, uh, from the get-go, and I would recommend it. It was released on a single, and so it's just like a rap song on its own. And it's interesting, when I heard that, I kind of kept digging into them more, and I realized that it's like, they're just a very eclectic group. Like, what we heard in this one song Mm -hmm. is kind of the amalgamation of, like, what they are, where they release a whole bunch of different stuff and a whole bunch of different genres, and it's just four buddies who just make what they want. Hell yeah. 
That's got, nice. Yeah, no, I thought that was cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they've got a ton of genres, a ton of vibes in this track, and just like across their uh, discography. Back to our story. The first wonder that you'll see tonight is the strong man, Larry. He's got triceps as big as an airship. Oh, shit, that's fucking huge. And he can use them to throw anything. Monster! You! Oh, monster. He, uh, <laughs> he can throw that! Now you, name another thing. My friend Jeb. Yeah, he can throw that. One more, give me another one. Um, the king! He'll throw it! All <laughs> <laughs> have his head if he throws the king! He'll throw that too. His head, that is. <laughs> oh, damn. As Zort hands out a small pamphlet to like passersby who are walking down the street. The men said he'd throw his own head. <laughs> yeah, he'll throw anything, dude. <laughs> uh, on the pamphlet is a big beefy orc in a mankini. He's flexing, but you can't actually see his face through all the muscles. Oh, shit. He looks distinctly unhealthy. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens. Well, you take too much. Buy tickets now! Guys, they're gonna sell out. <laughs> it comes to our next song, Trapeze Freak by Fu Manchu. Right? <laughs> Slow, sometimes. Heavy, uh huh. <laughs> what ad read are you doing? <laughs> Does it doom? Oh, it do. Does it groove? Oh, yeah. It does that too. What is it you might be asking? The new Folgers. <laughs> <laughs> this song rips, dude. Yeah, fucking yeah. <laughs> uh, it's got like super great riffs. Um, um, and as like any desert rock song does, it's just a song about muscle cars and stuff. <laughs> 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 Which like, I'm not a car guy, but I love that shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's like, oh, damn, like Mad Max makes sense. You know? Right, right. <laughs> desert muscle cars. Fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> Badass. Give me some water. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go to Bullet Town. <laughs> God, Mad Max is so dope. <laughs> uh, so this band started 30 years ago, and when I was reading up on, like, this is a band I listened to, but when I was reading up on them, I learned some stuff. Uh, apparently, 30 years ago when they started, they were like a hardcore punk band. Oh fuck yeah! And so I guess what happened was they discovered pot. Um. Yeah. <laughs> pot and, and and desert. Yeah, they just smoked pot by a cactus, and they were like, "What if like we played the riffs like slower, man?" Yeah, <laughs> they're like, "Look at this cactus. It takes so long to grow." But yeah, he's got a bunch of spikes on him. <laughs> That's punk as fuck. That's badass. We gotta be more like this cactus. I do want to say cactus are like definitely one of the most like badass like uh, uh I was gonna say trees, but I don't think plants? they're trees like plants. Yeah, yeah. 
They're just pretty cool. Yeah, it's like that, the Venus flytrap. Oh, 100%. And anything that is poison. Yeah, well, those like, three things. <laughs> I think, and by Venus flytrap, fly yeah. uh, by Venus flytrap, I think we should just extend that to, in a general sense, like carnivorous plants. Yeah, sure. Because yeah. there's also like the ones that are like bell shaped, or, like jug shaped. Oh and they're yeah, just, like, full of like that acid or whatever. Yeah, and they, they, they fall in, and then the, like the bugs just get digested in that acid stuff. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty fucking metal. <laughs> pretty fucking cool, dude. <laughs> We should we should do a plant podcast next. Listen, <laughs> this plant sucks. Plants with the pals. <laughs> um, so, like I said, I've been listening to these guys like uh, uh, on and off for just like years. Like they've just kind of been on and off in my rotation. And if you're trying to get into some cool riffy groovy shit like this, uh, check out their cover of Godzilla by Blue Oyster Cult. Hell yeah, it's a really solid cover of that song, and that's like Blue Oyster Cult's best song. So like, it is. <laughs> so you know, good things there. Um, and if you're trying to hear something original, check out their track Evil Eye. Um, it's off their 1997 album. Um, it's still a little bit punky at that point, so it's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but I really love the track Evil Eye because it's like great riffs. Um, but the track somehow manages to be mostly about muscle cars when talking about an evil eye that's always watching. <laughs> and that's, that's hilarious and dope. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. Uh, these guys have 225k monthly. They rule. Check them out. Uh, there's a flash of confetti and a series of twirls through the air. Four feet land on the ground next to Zort. The camera pans up to show an elf who has had her arms below the elbow replaced by a second set of legs... She does a series of complex flips back to the tent. As a child, she broke a finger. (laughs) (laughs) The doctor who went to fix it operated on the wrong hand. Oh, no. And broke a finger on that one. Jeez. Both hands got infected and had to be removed. But when the doctor went to grab the arms... (laughs) He attached legs in their place. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Malpractice. His license has since been revoked, folks. Thank God, fuck. Nothing to fear. It's not <laughs> contagious. <laughs> she, uh, through the open tent flap, we can see her jump off of a big beam in the middle towards, like, a, a one of those, like, ropes. Um, but then, like, she can't grab it because she doesn't have thumbs. No. <laughs> Just falls 30 feet to the ground. Jesus. Zort uh, flicks his wrist, uh, and with magical powers, the tent door shuts. Let me assure you, she's most certainly not all thumbs. She has none. <laughs> she's no thumbs. No thumbs, the trapeze artist. <laughs> <laughs> And that brings us to our next song, Bear Costume by Spirit Night. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Hiding out his 
Yeah, that's good, man. Yeah, dude, this is up my alley, man. Uh, like singer songwriter type, like acoustic song about feeling like shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it's it's weird because it's like an upbeat song that's like still kind of melancholy throughout. It's got like a bunch of really great elements to it because it's just like him singing with the acoustic guitar and like really simple drums or like maybe it's even like a cajon or something. It's like mm. very very simple, like a, a rhythm section. Um, but then the bridge at the very end just has this amazing fast synth. Um, it's a wonderful contrast in my book. I loved it. Yeah. So Spirit Night, this is a a, a band that has 409 monthly plays. Uh, they've got several albums out. And frankly, I think this deserves a lot more attention. Hell yeah. Uh, uh, he's just one guy. Oh, shit. It sounded like a lot of guys. It sounded like a couple. <laughs> I, I forget that you can do your own backtracking. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That's, that's literally what I wrote next. It's like, the way that he stack, stacks his melodies, whether they're like the vocal metal melodies or like otherwise, yeah. um, it just shows like a really good job with the production and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, and it adds a lot to a song that's so minimalistic like this. Mm-hmm. Um, I would recommend his song Couch off the album Shame. Yeah. Um, I read an interview. I couldn't find like much info about this guy, so I read an interview that he did, and he was talking about how he was really proud of the album Shame. So I was yeah. like, let me listen to Shame. Honestly, album titled Shame just sounds like it would be up my alley. <laughs> 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 um, but it's a really uh, uh, solid, like melancholy track uh, uh, as well, but it's a lot less minimalistic. It feels like solid like indie emo, kind of like pinback and stuff like that that I would listen to. So sure. It's a little newer uh, uh, than the song that I just played. So, uh, a couch, check it out. Bear costume, check it out. <laughs> I've told you of beefcakes and surgical nightmares, but the next act you can see if you buy a ticket is something so vile. People have vomited at just the thought. <clears throat> I thought it. <laughs> Behold the bestial terror of the world's first furry. Oh, God. A guy in his 30s walks out wearing a bear costume. A woman shrieks. A man covers his children's eyes and shuffles them away. Don't look, Timmy. <laughs> Don't look upon the, the creepazoid. The guy in the bear costume hangs his head in shame. Will he ever find love? Will he ever meet like-minded individuals trying to fuck in his area? <laughs> what Zort doesn't know is that this guy is named Russ. And Russ will go on to host the first ever furry convention and make millions. His story, however, ends in tragedy, Zach. Wow. He died of a heart attack while a sexy aardvark was snorting crank out of his asshole. (laughs) You know, Marshall, you and I have a job where we look at a lot of death records. Yeah, yeah, we do. (laughs) But we look at old death records. (laughs) And it's kind of a bummer that we don't look at any, like, fresh death records. Because there would be situations like like that. Like, died from a heart attack while a sexy yard bark snorked crank out of his asshole. (laughs) What a shame that we don't see more of that. Yeah. Just to brighten up the day. <laughs> Russ hangs his head and walks back into the tent as people throw tomatoes. Get out of here! 
I hear you, freak? No, no, no. There's one more act. Sure to garner your love and appreciation and money. That last one made me throw up on my child's face. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> that's that's a you issue. <laughs> that's a him issue. He was standing right there. <laughs> I'm just mad I threw up. My kid was collateral. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to make it your problem. <laughs> my last song is David Koresh by what? Errol Holden. What? 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 <laughs> How did he get here? What? Held my rain, but emotionally I was stymied finally. When the unilluminated clouds disappear and the sunshine found me and caught me with my hand in a cookie jar. I was 12 when Kiko left the coke spot door jar and I took grams out the cabinet and sold it to a Brooklyn nigga for Farragut. For 1400 recipes, Marlon, he told me if I would have gave it to him to break it down, we could have tripled that number. But all mistakes must be sown in the flesh for this type of talk. I'm the last prophet like David Koresh, Branch Davidians. Autobiography, Range Rover, Obsidian. Mohair floor mats is the format. Axe Ish in Pittsburgh, we is dropping a 56 and bringing a foe back, but that's history. Like the Mongolian Empire. Look 30 feet up and you can see the barbed wire. Sitting in shock in the cell trying to figure out how you got here by stashing a pistol on a car tire. But all mistakes must be sown in the flesh. I'm trying my best not to let this bullshit become me. You're a producer. Yeah. And... <laughs> I mean, I'm not, but you, I know, but hypothetically, and you are kind of, but like, I guess I, guess I am in the context of this. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you have a guy come in and lay down a track, right? Yeah. And it's a great track. Love, love the beat. Love, love, love the flow. It's very, uh, uh, very introspective in, yeah. a, in a way, yeah. you know, it's a very, uh, thought provoking <laughs> sort of flow. And he mess- he mentions David Koresh one time. And you say, and then. And you know what? We need to name this one. He, he looks at you after he records this fire track and says, I want to name this one David Koresh. <laughs> <laughs> and you just, you just, I mean, he's paying you money to be in the studio. You're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's called David Koresh because it's fire. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't think. Oh, no. You didn't think there was a meaning behind it. Oh, God. <laughs> What's this guy's name again? Uh, Errol Holden. All right. Errol Holden. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, He's from Waco. <laughs> I don't think so. Maybe. <laughs> His uh, his he doesn't have a bio uh, on 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 Spotify, and of I course d- not. He lives in a compound, <laughs> and I didn't look him up. The only communication with the outside world is these raps he records in the fucking basement of the compound. I need help. I need help. <laughs> We're going to call this one Charles Manson. <laughs> so. <laughs> Sorry, it's a great no, song. Good. I just, I just, just, there's chum in the water and Holy I'm just. Holy shit. <laughs> um, the thing I really love about this track, honestly, though, is, is that super minimalistic beat combined with his like very aggressive and very lyrical flow. It works super well having the rhymes be like the primary rhythm of the whole song. Like that's what's driving the track forward. It's not the percussion. It's not the drums. Right. Um, and my favorite element in the beat, though, there's like a violin playing, 
like super long, yeah. drawn out chords or mm-hmm. notes. And it just feels like somber as fuck, dude. It adds yeah. so much moodiness to the track. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, this guy's airing some shit out. It feels it feels fucking mournful. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, Errol Holden, he has 173 monthly. Mm-hmm. Um, and this guy has been outputting music like crazy. His first release was last year, 2022. Um, he's got an EP, an LP, and four singles out. Nice. So the guy's outputting uh, outputting a lot of music. Mm-hmm. Um, I would recommend his song, uh, 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 Pork and Beans for Beauty Queens. Great name. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> That's why I clicked it, and I was like, this Stark one's good. Difference. Yeah. Stark difference. Stark <laughs> difference between David Koresh and Pork and Beans and Beauty Queens. Just... So I'm not uh, I'm not letting let him live this down. <laughs> I don't care if this guy is 2024's like fucking uh, you know XXL uh, uh fucking freestyle like new freshman class or whatever. Uh, You're just gonna be pointing at the TV, pointing at YouTube, saying David Koresh, <laughs> David fucking Koresh. <laughs> And let me be clear. Eight beers deep, you started them all at the start of him being introduced. (laughs) (laughs) And once again, I just I'm not I'm not pro ATF in this. (laughs) It was a complicated situation that got fucked up very bad by our government. But also, just I don't think he was a great guy either. No, he wasn't. I, I, I agree with what you said fully, but I'm glad I don't have to get into the specifics of it like you did. Um. <laughs> just want to put that out there. In case so, um, you're listening at home and you're just like, is that really pro-ATF? No, nah. <laughs> so uh, uh, before I get into the story again, I do want to say uh, uh, I picked this song. I picked the song David Koresh. Kind of ambiguously as a song titled after a cult leader. Yeah. Uh, uh, this next part does not necessarily embody him specifically as a cult leader. Does he have a fucking mullet? He does now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the last act is revealed as Zort snaps his fingers and the sheet that was next to the table flies up in the air into the side. Underneath it is a man, skinny. And pale and mulleted. (laughs) (laughs) That's him, all right. His bones protrude from his flesh because he's so gaunt. His mullet sits atop his head because he has a mullet. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. He points a finger at the tent and snaps. A bunch of skeletons come out of the tent. They're dancing. They're dancing. He cracks a smile at the passersby. It looks gross. <laughs> Have you heard of our Lord and Savior Zon Kuthan? <laughs> His mic cuts out and Zort chimes in. Hey, uh, not necessarily a religious show. You know, don't be dismayed. If you like the show, I've got pamphlets in the back. <laughs> He begins to shuffle away, but before entering the tent, all of the acts emerge, and they throw jazz hands, except for the tumbler who does jazz foot. So I got the one. <laughs> I guess jazz feet. Yeah. <laughs> Later that night. You know, my uncle had jazz foot. 
He got it in the war. (laughs) (laughs) Goddamn Fred Astaire. (laughs) Later that night, we see Zort. Restless in bed, he gets up, walks to the table, pours himself a thimble full of whiskey. There's booze on his breath already. How are his arms? Tiny. (laughs) Oh, are they heavy? We sneak. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, keep going, keep going. I've got to sell a ticket to this thing. I've got to sell a ticket to this thing soon. His tiny hand stabs a knife into the table. Or else, what's the freaks for? (laughs) Then it cuts to black. (laughs) (laughs) What's the freaks for, Zach? What's the freaks for? They don't have to be for nothing. Nothing in life is. (laughs) Well, Marshall, great playlist. Uh, It's been a while since I've seen Zort and the crew. It's uh, great reliving that. Uh, but before we head on out of here, we got uh here's the thing, Marshall. I mean, we saw these freak shows, but, you know, there's still more stuff to do at the county fair. <laughs> We're not just here for Turtle Girl. We're not just here for the Turtle Girl. We, we, we can see all this bunch of stuff. So I got I got a map. Uh, what do you want? You want to go do uh, do some rides, games, foods? Uh, there's Ooh. some exhibits. What do you? Uh, what do? You, what's your flavor? Well, if we're at the fair, we're gonna start with some food, right? Yeah. Now so, we got something to puke. Yeah. Uh, so uh, first on the list is Slop Trough. Oh. Yeah, and that's where you pay fifteen dollars, and they just throw all the food in a trough, and you have to fight over it with all the other people at the county fair, and they they give you like a bib. And you just gotta elbow your way in there and just start housing it down, you know? Hell yeah. That's yeah. not a like good bang for your buck. Yeah, yeah. So that's the slop trough. They also got uh, Uncle Willie's uh, Wiener <laughs> Diener. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> they mis- they misspelled diner to make it more, like, rhymey. You know? Is it uh, uh, I-E-N-E-R? Yeah. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't want to eat Diener at that wiener. Yeah, so I mean, it's pretty gross. It's like uh, it's like corn dogs, but there's no corn. <laughs> oh, it's just dog. Yeah, it's it's no stick either. Dog, there's, it's just dog. They just give you hot dogs with no buns or anything. <laughs> they just put them in your hand. Hell yeah! It's give like me. right out of the fucking like really hot liquid thing. <laughs> the water. Yeah, the hot dog water. <laughs> I'm a couple beers deep. I forgot what that word was. <laughs> Uh, they got Jimmy Hoffa's Hoagies, uh, but it doesn't actually have a specific place on the map of where it is. It's like, it's in the legend of the map, but it does not actually have where Jimmy Hoffa's Hoagies are. So it's kind of like the legend of uh, Jim Hoffa's Hoagies. Yeah. He's dead. <laughs> uh, they also got deep fried ashes. Oh? Yeah. So Who's? Uh, uh, it just says from uh, the morgue. From the morgue. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah so uh, we're going to have some ashes. I imagine they're kind of like chitlins. Did you ever eat Nesquik as a kid? Yeah. Just the powder? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I feel like it's it's that with a crust. Yeah. Crusty <laughs> <laughs> Nesquik. Uh, all right, well, you know, in terms of rides, they got the neck jerker. Hell yeah. That's the one where it just like does whiplash. That's what they renamed the Texas Giant, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, They also got the Taint Pounder. I know that guy. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> His name's Terry. He's cool. <laughs> They'll pound your taint. <laughs> Till the sun comes up, Terry's gonna pound your taint. <laughs> Let's see what they else. They got a. They got a. Oh, this is like. This is less of like a ride ride. This is one that was like, you know, fun, sort of like, you know, like amusement, sort of like, right? You know, yeah, like teacups more yeah, than a. Yeah, it's called It's a Sad World. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. And it's just about how depression, uh, you know, is all over. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, when we live in a, a post capitalistic society. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, which is great for the next one on this list. It's a haunted housing market. Oh, dude, I hope Haunted Housing Market fucking crashes and fucking burns while we're here at the fair. Yeah, for sure, man. I'd love to live in one of these spooky houses. <laughs> uh, let's see where they got. They got games. Uh, they got the shark dunk tank. <laughs> it's like a dunk tank, you know, where the guy is like, you know, like yelling a bunch of shit and people throw stuff at him. But he's actually trying to pitch you business ideas. It reminds me of my uh, uh, my favorite uh, Thanksgiving dish, uh, the shark duckin. Yeah, I always love when you get a fucking mouthful of shark teeth. My favorite. My favorite. Um, uh, Guess your death. (laughs) So it's like kind of like guess your weight, but he just guesses how you're gonna die. Uh, Shotgun. Shotgun. Sir, we're going to need you to be more specific. <laughs> Your shotgun. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, oh, another. Uh, the last game they got is uh, Find the Needle in the Clinic. <laughs> that, that one's kind of fucked up when you look at it, you know? Yeah, that one's cool because they give you a free pass to the hospital for uh, hepatitis treatment. Yeah. Uh, lastly, they got some. Uh, they got some. Uh, mu- uh, they got some exhibits. Oh, yeah. They got the Museum of Museums. Oh, is that yeah. like tiny little museums inside the museum? Yeah, it's more of just uh, how museums got started. <laughs> this one guy was like, "Hey, you like that old shit? <laughs> Let me put it up. Let me look, put it up in this place. Look at it. Give me money. Give me money. <laughs> I, I'm holding it here." You can't take it, even if it's rightfully yours. <laughs> I guess he's more British when he says it. Yeah. You can't take it, even if it's rightfully yours. They got they got bug races. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of bugs? Uh, it looks like grasshoppers, beetles, um. It says spiders down here, but that's not a bug. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's, 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 I mean, it's yeah. an arachnid. It's not, yeah. it's, it's not an insect. It's, yeah. it's, spiders are bugs, though, right? I, oh, fuck. I don't know. <laughs> Amy, I'm the asshole. <laughs> You're the asshole for excluding spiders from the races, you piece of shit. You can't race. You got eight legs. Everybody else on the track only has six. Fuck you. (laughs) I'm going to race. This is going to be a really good motivational movie when we make it. (laughs) It's like, we can pitch this to Pixar right now. Spiders (laughs) can run. (laughs) Is that the name of the movie? (laughs) I don't want your life, Dad. (laughs) 
you don't see anything but life in the web. Me, I was born to run. I got bigger <laughs> dreams than this dad. Uh, okay. <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> All right, last one just says corn off. <laughs> yeah, Terry runs that one too. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I just didn't know whether it's like a we're comparing corn or who can eat the most corn, but it's a corn off. <laughs> or is this the one place where there's no corn? <laughs> yeah, corn, corn. Listen, if you need a break from the corn, come over here to the corn off, or you can cool off. Yeah, you can cool off. No corn. No corn. <laughs> <laughs> Corn off. Uh, well, that is the deep fried forehead kiss that puts this episode to bed. Folks, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We really appreciate it. If you guys can do us a solid favor and give us a, uh, a follow on whatever your app you're listening to this podcast on, and also give us a review, five stars or more, it helps us out with the algorithm so much. We really appreciate it. You can also email us, eardrunk at gmail.com. Uh, if you guys have a playlist idea, or if you guys have uh, some sort of comment on something we fucked up, or if something you thought was funny just uh let us know what we'd love to hear from you uh that's eardrunk at gmail.com uh you guys can also give us a follow on instagram and twitter and uh also be sure to check out the description of this episode where you'll see all of our playlists with these dope amazing artists uh who've made such wonderful music that we got to talk about today and you'll see another man in there he's not a freak but he'll put on a good <laughs> fucking show for you and that is one J.W. Francis. Uh, J.W. lets us use the song Lo-Fi off the album We Share a Similar Joy. It's a dope album. He's a dope dude. Be sure to see him. He's out there on tour just hustling. He's always on tour just getting after it. He's a man with a dream and he's running towards it. Uh, we respect him so much. He's a great guy. Uh, be sure to give him some love and you know, follow him on all the, the, the social medias as well. Uh, he's a great guy. With all that being out of the way, uh, I've been your host, Zach Webb. And I'm Terry. The Taint Pounder. Dot <laughs> com. <laughs> <laughs> and have a kick-ass day. Kick-ass day.